Um, loss is something I've been more and more kid would deal with as life goes on as we all are this year year especially I started off this year I lost my grandma and then not even probably about two two and a half months ago my older sister died the thing that I would tell you to do make sure that you take time for yourself and I mean when I say for yourself I mean by yourself a lot of people who um, just exist under the weight or under the chains of the stuff that they haven't uh, gotten a hold of you know you control yeah. your desire right you control your destiny you actually are supposed to be in some form of control of your life um and if you continue to allow these uh these inabilities i'm gonna call them that um to to kate kate leech on you you know then you can't you're, you're not living what's up mouthful this your boy laugh is made looking cute looking clean looking sexy oh. and you know it's Wednesday. Mm -hmm. It's man cake. All right, so today we with the squad, and we talk. We want to talk about something serious today. Something that. We all deal with it's something that men deal with and we don't and we don't normally have to deal with it. um i mean we normally have to deal with it but we don't talk about it and that's like the feeling of dealing with loss and how we how it affects us how it changes us how dealing with loss can alter our personality the way we think the way we believe the, all those things how we deal with it how we handle it sometimes can make us what we see ourselves as men so today I got the squad with me to my top right. We have the one, the only, the best on the mic, Unico Williams. Good. Hey. See it, man. That's the energy we love to have. Yeah, the, the man, the best on, best on the mic know how to do it with just a few <laughs> words. You know what I mean? Just get the point across. <laughs> to the and up up top center. We have the one, the only, Sonny Pelode. How you doing today? Yo, yo, yo. What's good, people? That's that's what we talking about. Somber attitude for a somber show. To the top left, we have the one and only from the Broke Ugly Dude podcast, the one and only, Monray. How we doing today, Monray? By the merch. By the merch. <laughs> we'll be there, buddy. By the merch. <laughs> Representative of the Brooklyn dudes back again to drop some hot fire on you again. Glad y'all can let me join on me again. Don't at me, just accept me and all I got to say. And that's all I got to say. And to my right, we have the friendly local hood, local neighborhoods, Dumbay. No, he's right. Local hood. <laughs> local hood. <laughs> local hood. <laughs> local hood scumbag. <laughs> Oh, oh I mean, you got two more weeks. So you got two more weeks of me. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say two y'all got two more weeks of your friendly local neighborhood scumbag checking in and then we we drop in the friendly fucking wintertime. Look, damn, drop the F bomb. <laughs> and of course you have me and today, like I said, we were talking about loss. And I wanna start with the top right with Joe. Man, uh when it comes to loss. That can mean anything. You can lose your dog. You can lose your job. You can lose your woman, your significant other. Losing stuff sucks, man. 
and the value that you put on it sometimes determines how you deal with it. My dog ran away for months out in the country, just living. I don't, I don't know how that happened. This boy done lost. He got him back though. But uh, I still remember that. But he like it was a Sunday. I had just came back and brought my dog, my other his son, some brunch back, some you know, a real doggy bag. And his his punk was on the porch, and I think I didn't think I'd ever, you know, shed a tear about a dog. But uh-huh. I, I was I was just cool. I just lost him. It is what it is. I care about him, but hell, you ain't want to be here. You ain't got to stay. But there's a difference when you lose somebody that you love. You think yeah. all the time. Now, he kind of he kind of crossed my mind every now and then, but nah, he's a good dog and going about my business. But you know, it's a difference, you know, and then especially. Maybe in a relationship when you get somebody back, you feel that same kind of thing or but there's the other things that you can't get back, which is which is like, you know, people that pass away. And so my my whole situation, my whole uh, want to for this was to just basically let folk know that people are there with you. People is going to be there to support you. I know that this Christmas is going to be different for a lot of people. This past thing different for a lot of people ever since the old ever since the pandemic came out. It, it, it people start losing like i know my church um my, my church back at home there was a funeral every saturday every saturday at wall to wall black families being affected by this stuff um also this happens with you know some of the murders and things that happen people being taken away from you unexpectedly so i just want people to know that you got family you still got people that's there with you man you might lose your mom you might lose you know your grandparents you might lose your brother you might lose your best friend but understand don't it the bus didn't stop there y'all people still care about you and it's okay to it's okay to still you know it's okay to to feel how you feel but it's also okay to let other people in and also uh, a lot of people turn to the to the drugs and alcohol man try your best not to let that be your thing because at the end of the day even though that person is gone they ain't gone from your heart and so after after that after that, that drug wear off after you get done drinking Bro, it's still there, and sometimes it hurt a little bit more than it did. So, be that's careful. It's real easy to become an alcoholic or somebody that's super duper used to, um, you know, feeling a certain way, so they don't got to think about certain stuff. Because when you come down, bro, that shit hurt. But that's why I got to go on every minute. Keep your keep your head up, man. Keep your head up if y'all experiencing loss out there. That's that's all I got to say on that, man. Yeah, it's a lot of we deal with loss a lot, so we have to. How we deal with it, different people, different functions, certain people serve different things in our lives. So you always have to be kind of aware on what's going on. And now we're going to ask Sonny, Sonny, how do you deal with loss and things like that? Right. um, So I'm going to kind of preference it a little bit um, because loss is broad. But um, as Nico said, the feeling a lot of the times um, is kind of constant, depending on what type of loss. Um, of course, it's deeper the more you had invested in something mm-hmm. or the more something had a respect or you had an understanding of. Um, but the what I found the most uh, efficient way of dealing with loss, um, uh, and excuse the alliteration, but I'll use four R words, you know, realize, reflect, rest, and then recover. Um, you know, uh, and a lot of times things can happen in your life. Um, that are 
that are unexpected um, and sometimes come at a, at a time that uh, you, you really couldn't afford it, right? Um, the biggest thing that I found in my life, uh, I used to be very detached from loss at times um, because I would just make it to where it wasn't a realization, right? I would stop thinking about the thing. It never really happened. Um, and I would disenfranchise myself completely from any feelings that I had, which was not healthy, right? Um, you, have, you have to come to grips and, and understanding of what's going on. Because sometimes things are just, it's, 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 it's a necessary price that you're going to have to pay with living. Um, because we're not perfect beings and because we don't have um, a life in which things are always going to be there. And also, we don't have life for all ways. Um, loss is a, a, a cost for, for this wonderful life that we have. Um, so realizing that, um, it doesn't necessarily take the blow away from it, but it begins you on that step um, of the next part, which is reflection. Um, knowing that in this time, especially um, after the pandemic um, and in the place where we're trying to get back to a, 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 a state of natural, right? Um, other things have transpired. Um, you know, if you lost during the trans, uh, during the pandemic, um, and not just family members as far as um, life, but you know, you've lost income, you've lost ability to to have uh, social interaction and things of that nature. Um, it's it's great to reflect on those things. It's great to reflect on what was positive about it, and also what now you need to do. Um, having a plan to get to your rest and recovery phase is in, is key. Um, we can't continue to move in a space of uh, uh, turmoil when turmoil comes. Um, it's always imperative to find the peace in the storm. Um, and, and I would surmise that um, after reflection, you take rest. Um, don't try and recover right away. Um, there's a, there's a, a time after a natural disaster where you know, you know that help is coming, or at least you're expecting that the relief is coming um, up until that point to keep yourself from getting in a hysterical moment um, and acting out of response of that loss. Um, you should take rest. Um, take time to actually be a piece in that situation and then recover. Um, with life, it's a little different um, because it's it's kind of hard to to replace something that was there for you, replace something that you valued a lot. Um, but I, I, I hope that you could find a way to take that energy that is positive. Remember, that thing was great for you. That's why you feel this effective loss. Take that and apply it to something else and bring new life to something. Um, and as men, specifically, um, we can be hard up. We can be very broad-chested and we could we can act and, and feel as if things don't affect us, but we know it does. Um, take these things in your private matters and handle them uh, with the utmost integrity and, and with the utmost respect for yourself um, and do yourself a service, you know? Um, take your time for grief and then get back, to, get back to what's real with you. So that's just my little take on it um, and what I had to say with it, you know? Real somber and stuff, but um, hopefully it helps somebody. That is true. Take your time. Take your everything. Deal with it. I know it's tough. You gotta cause some of us try to hold it in. So what Sonny said is right. You try to hold it in, try to don't really deal with it. You try to Joe said it too. You kinda just kinda 
oh, it's cool. You know, it's not really affecting me. But in the end of the day, it kind of really does, like, does something to your personality, changes a little bit, a little different, especially if you're not taking care of yourself or having a rest, as Sonny said. Monte, aka Monray, TikTok love right here. Huh? Oh, brother. If they love me on TikTok, they need to be following my new page. We ain't gonna talk about that right now. We'll talk about that at the end. Uh, when it comes to my loss, uh, the, the one thing, the first thing that came to mind to me is uh, you have to make sure with any loss or anything that's important to you that, you know, that may be gone now, anything traumatic happens to you, to take time for yourself. Like, I know a lot of us, most of us as men, they always come to us be like, you know, make sure, you know, you be strong, you know, be strong for this person, you know, you know, not not show the emotion or be good, you know, all that kind of stuff. And you're expected, you know, to be sort of like that wall, you know, for like other people, especially if you're like uh, the man of the house or like one of the main men of your family, stuff like that. You're generally expected to, you know, be a, a, a good crutch or a good holder for other people to be able to lean on. The thing that I would tell you to do make sure that you take time for yourself and i mean when i say for yourself i mean by yourself like yeah. there needs to be time at least a little bit where you be away from everybody else and process it on your own whether you have to take that time to cry your eyes out cry your eyes out you gotta take the time to sort of like you know be spiritual religious whatever talk to god however case you need to be to process your grief on your own you need to do that it's imperative because you can't just keep going uh, throughout your daily life trying to rush back or you can't try to go out about your life and be there so much for other people that you forget about yourself. Like you have to make sure to process it for yourself. And some people, it may take, you know, you may be able to do it in like a, you know, a couple of hours, you know, if you just be by yourself a couple of hours, you know, do whatever you feel mm -hmm. you do, you might be good. Some people may take days. Some people may take longer. It's not really going to be a timetable for that. But you yeah. can't help somebody else process their grief over anything if you can't help yourself first. You have to make sure that you are your own star player. Mm -hmm. No matter how selfish it may sound or anything, you have to take care of yourself first before you can ever be in a, uh, a position to help somebody else. And grief is included in it. So, if you have a traumatic loss or traumatic event happen in any way, shape, form, and fashion, spend a little time by yourself. Like It's, it's nothing wrong with you know, telling help. people, hey, I don't really want a company right now. I don't really want anybody around, you know, for, you know, this amount of time or whatever. Just just give me a moment for me. There's nothing wrong with doing it. And I feel like it's important to do that for every grief situation that you may have to go through. That'd be the first thing that came to my mind when it comes to processing that. And then after that, um, don't necessarily put a timetable on anything. Everybody processes grief differently. And so you can't judge your experience and processing that based off of somebody else's just because somebody else may you know have had months of depression or may have cried their eyes out at a funeral or that can be that's not necessarily going to be you so you can't judge your experience or how you process grief over somebody else's you're not that person you're your own person so make sure like to deal with things as you feel like you need to deal with them to keep your mental health uplifted and everything because like i said earlier you know we can try to be walls all we want but all walls have cracks in them. And if enough walls get cracks in them, eventually they're going to leak and eventually they break down. So you got to make sure to go through your wall and, you know, mend the cracks, so to speak. And no, nobody is going to know your wall better than you. That's well said. Well said. That's good. Right there. That's good. Yeah.
Yeah, that's the truth. You gotta mend yourself. You don't want to be. Some people like Monte say got every hall got every wall got cracks in them. So you don't want to have be broken and by trying to hide all the cracks. Sometimes you need the cracks fixed. I get what he's saying. So you need to take time to actually fix the cracks instead of trying to hide them. Because everybody know if you try you hide try to hide too many cracks in a letter, your rose be like Jackson and. The whole bus is still stuck in there. <laughs> that's that's I that thought that was funny that you know both of y'all brought that up is because like everybody was weirded out at my dad's funeral because it was like it was like damn Joe got a Joker's too still he's still you know smiling and stuff and I'm like I thought that was my role was to was to mm-hmm. uplift everybody you know what I'm saying but it turned into woo it sat with me sat with me sat with me and then next thing you know I'm shit I'm 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 in a pool pool of Hennessy, cussing out everybody I know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and 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 that's when I realized I was like, man, I did not process that shit correctly at all. So definitely, man, y'all brought up some very good points. That's what you got to give yourself some time, even though people look to you to be that that beacon of light. So hey, I can't turn the light on right now for you. Yeah. And- so- yeah, sometimes they ask who the strong friend for the strong friend. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, Tori, how do you deal with loss? Um, loss is something I've been more and more kid would deal with as life goes on, as we all are this year, year especially. I started off this year, I lost my grandma, and then not even probably about two, two and a half months ago, my older sister died, and that that took a that, that was a blow and that was more so a blow because my sister she she passed not even a month after she had just had her first child so it was just a really and and that's why I, I I'm such an advocate for therapy because that got me through that because ne- neither one of those I mean with my grandmother it was a much easier process. She was an older woman. She had lived a full life. She had done more than most of us will ever do. But with my sister, that was that was something really different to deal with because it was the complete opposite. You know what I mean? Mm. And mm. With, without therapy, I feel like I probably would have dealt with it in a, a very different way than I did. But it's um, to Monte's point. You got to take that time to yourself. I had a good, uh, like I said, not so much with my, not so much with my grandma, but more with, with, with my sister. I had a good week and a half where I just couldn't nobody be around me. Stay away from my apartment. You don't want to deal with me. I promise. Let me, let me have my moment. And, uh, it was a learning process. Most definitely loss is a, Loss is a heavy thing, regardless of how it comes, whether it comes in the form of um, a death in the family or a form of a death to your pocketbook. But um, you got to take the time always and remember that energy flows where attention goes. So you got to you got to when it comes to hard times like that, you really got to make sure you, you put your attention towards yourself. Because it, if you don't, it's it's just a bad uh, bad all around for everybody and, and no, nothing go, nothing good comes from somebody god dang 
going through it like that. It's just, like I said, you you guys hit the nail on the head across the board already. You gotta you gotta take the time for yourself. You gotta really make sure you process it. Process it. It's so easy to say you've processed it as you get the information, but it's it. A, a lot of times, like Joe said, it's not until later when you realize I really, I probably could have handled that a lot better. Hindsight's twenty twenty, but um, yeah, just uh, make sure make sure you deal with your deal with your trauma. Don't just let it sit there. Actually, deal with it. Whether, like I said, whether it's in the form of a therapist or a counselor or just talking to somebody anybody a friend freaking because sometime after you've taken that time to yourself make sure you take the time to verbalize it get it out of your system i feel like it well at least in my case it always helps me with the problem once i've actually verbalized the problem once i've actually heard it out loud mm -hmm. and uh yeah i think that's about yeah yeah, that is true. Verbalizing, speaking on, talking about it, not just bottling it up. There's a bunch of different things we can go with loss. Um, for those that don't know, I lost my father in 2019. I tell the story on the Mizell May channel. I didn't, I don't remember nothing that happened from June to December 31st. And the reason I remember December 31st, cause I had a wreck. So that's very interesting that I don't remember nothing that happened before that. I don't remember my birthday. I don't remember nothing that happened before, during that time. I just remember probably getting on Twitch and watching YouTube video. I can't tell you what I watched. I know I'm even through that blessing. I mean, even in, through that loss and that chaos and that sadness, I find now beauty in some of the stuff. I find beauty in I developed relationships that I probably wouldn't have in that time through Twitch and YouTube and other places. I might not be doing this. I might not be with them. So it is something amazing to be able to see a blessing later on, but you didn't see it then because I was just following people that I was entertained by. And then it led to me following other people. And during that time, I even found in 2020, when I went in public, I would get anxiety. See, and I didn't know that for six months until I actually started recognizing, which would be in 2020, because 2019, I don't remember now. If I was in the store, I'd just be the. But yeah. in 2020, I realized, like, you would get anxiety. I didn't know what anxiety was. I'm like, yo, why are all these people making me nervous? Mm. Uh, Monte, Monte and Sunday, I don't get nervous. <laughs> Like I don't, I don't know what this is. Like I will, it don't matter. I will yell your name across the school and don't care who looks at you. I will shoot the uh -huh. game winner even if I airball and won't care. And I will <laughs> pose, son. It's not, I will, it will. It can be a complete airball. I will pose with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's commitment. Yo, it's, oh. it, I, I didn't Stand know. Your so I like, I have no clue what this is. Why am I getting nervous around people? And it wasn't nervousness; it was anxiety. Yeah. Like I haven't, I've been with my father for four years. We go to the hospitals. We go to this doctor. I don't really know how to interact outside of that now. 
now i don't have what my mission was for four years which i slowed down overall 990t because i anybody know i was i was promoting and doing this that's how we got all those followers early on and then i stopped and that was like my mission so now i don't have my mission no more <laughs> to help my pops get through this so it's even beyond the, just the initial loss and the sadness now i gotta deal with i gotta be social now <laughs> I have to deal with other people that I ain't dealt with in four years. I ain't been on a date in four or five years. This is gonna get very awkward. Is people are people the same? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, hey, I'm like, I don't. Are people the same? Like, wh what do people like now? Because I'm a very calculated dude. If you don't know, like, what do people what are you like? Kids into nowadays? Yo, what? What do, do people go out to eat now? Is it normal? Like, is McDonald's nope. good now or what? <laughs> is it more popular to do now? Is it what? So now I'm dealing with being social after not being social after dealing with loss. So it's like, a, so it's a lot of different things you have to deal with. And mm. fortunately, I took my time and deal with it. Unfortunately, the property talk I said took a wreck for me to actually be like, oh, I'm living. <laughs> hey, but at least you're still living. Yeah, so I was like, oh. That broke it straight out. So I'm like, oh, okay. Now I'm here. Okay. And that's why when I talk to people, the people are like, why are you so positive? Or why are you always encouraging people? I'm like, I went to war and overcame so much. Things don't bother me. I now accept the fact that people don't have the same passions as me. So I'm grateful more so. Like me and Joe were talking about this the other day. I'm more grateful for the people that's with me. And the people who just sort of the, I'm not even mad no more. I'm just thankful for I got somebody here. Oh, I always say shout out to Monte, shout out to Tori. I shout him out on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it because I don't know Tori on Twitter yet, but I shout him out. I'm like, yo, they here. So I'm grateful for Joe being here. I'm grateful for Sonny being here. I'm grateful for the people that be here because everybody don't have my same passion for doing this. And even if somebody leave, I'm grateful for that moment because Cause I just had to move on because that's what life do because that taught me I have to kind of, I have to still move on not that I don't have to remember but I have to still move on mm -hmm. despite what happened in life so now I have to be able to I can still be sad and accept the sadness but also enough to know I have yeah. to move on and work through what everybody been saying had to take time for you gotta me feel your feelings people yeah so now I can understand what everybody's saying you rest you get your thing, you gather, and you take from whatever you lost and try to turn it into something good. Like so now I'm so now I can be grateful instead of having that resentment. Like I said on Backseat Gaming, everything you do in life it sort of turns into a chain. That's when I learn how to forgive people. It sort of turns into a chain. Everything you do is a chain. People ask for forgiveness. I don't want to forgive them. I ain't giving them that credit. No, you I'm giving me the credit for forgiveness. That chain on me that I'm mad at you about something, I got to unlock it. <laughs> I can't let that hold me back. You know what I mean? Nope. Oh, that person owed me money. They ain't giving me that money. I got to unlock it. Because <laughs> if I hold that in, I'm going to feel a type of way. Yeah. Gonna, every time I see you, I'm going to be upset. It's a dude still right now. He owed me money. He owed me like 50. He's, he he rocked the other way every time he see me. Your car beside me, dog. I don't, but I'm okay. I'm good. What's up, my guy? We good. I had to let that go, because if it ain't, I'm going to feel a type of way. That girl broke my heart. I got to let it go. I'm going to feel a type of way. 
Monte said something behind my back. I let it go. I'm a feeling type way every time I see it. Because that's forgiveness for me because... Damn, Monte. <laughs> but yeah, that's... Yeah. But, yeah, at the, but at the end of the day, that's forgiveness for them, for me, because I have to deal with it. <laughs> you know can, you know what you're, you're... I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, you can. But <clears throat> I was saying, you know what you're kind of... Uh, you're illustrating? You're illustrating the difference between living and existing. Right. There's, Ooh, I like a that. Lot of, there's a lot of people who um, just exist under the weight or under the chains of the stuff that they haven't uh, gotten a hold of. You know, you control yeah. your desire, right? You control your destiny. You actually are supposed to be in some form of control of your life. Um, and if you continue to allow these uh, these inabilities, I'm going to call them that, um, to to Kate, Kate Leach on you, you know, then you can't, you're, you're not living, right? You're You're moving. Um, almost zombie paras- there's, there's a parasite on you and you're moving almost zombie or shelllessly like um, and you can even be doing a, a, a major amount of things there's a lot of people who are very functional uh, depressives there's a lot of people who are um, functioning blank right um, they function only in the spot of being able to go through some things but they're not getting what they need from it or they're not providing. Uh, something from it and we gotta we gotta be careful we gotta be careful not to um to let that be our existence so what 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 zelma is saying right now what, what trevor is saying right now um is extremely real like put a pin to that um understand that that's it that is imperative for you to have have a full life you know um but yeah i'm shutting back up but yeah that's how that's how i took my loss because like i said all my other losses happened in weird times. First grandma passed away right before I was born. Other grandma passed away right the day after my 16th birthday. Mm. And all I know is during that period, I, I had a device to distract me because that was the start of football season. So I could actually, during that period, I could actually reset and be like, I have to get my focus onto something. That's what I'm thankful for you too. I can get my focus on something. The podcast, I can get my focus on something. Mm-hmm. To all y'all listening, I, I'm trying, I keep trying to, I get my focus on what people like, what are people entertained by, what people think. I, it's not obsessive to me because I'm still going to do what I want to do because I can we can just do it easy, but I still want to know how to cape it to you, and now it's like a challenge to me. Football was a challenge because, like I tell everybody, ninth and 10th grade, I was trash. Going into 16th, but after my 16th birthday, I was in 11th grade. I was actually good. Unfortunately, that season, I didn't get to show up because I got a strain, two strained MCLs and a almost dislocated knee, so I didn't play much. So, But I was able to focus during that training camp at least to deal with it and being able to like focus on some helps too, being able to do anything. And well, like I said, when my dad died, I didn't have nothing to focus on. I didn't have, like I said, the whole mission was him and his situation. And I was helping my boy with his stuff and helping people online doing stuff and helping people with homework and stuff like that. But the focus was him. So, he passed. It was. It was like, oh, there's nothing there. Like I said, versus loss of purpose. Yeah. So, but the sixteenth, my sixteenth birthday was, got to get good at football. My quarterback told me I was trash and I'd never be good. I don't appreciate that. 
And then my senior year, he begging me back on the team. That's love because uh, my school is very political, and I don't I like. No, nah, I ain't doing this. But that and where it ended up being. So I like that was my mission. Somebody told me I couldn't do something. Mm. So. But what are ways y'all handle loss? Um, I know Sunday talked a little bit. Uh, Monte, anything you dealt how do I with? Handle it? Yeah, how do you like specifically anything you have ever handled or dealt with or certain losses or something? Ugh. Um, let me think. Like the one, well, I, I can say like last year was the one that like I had my. I guess string of losses that like hit close to home the most because I had, uh, like generally in order I had like one of my best friends pass shockingly, my granddad, then my uncle who was like my second father, and then like my childhood pastor all went in like a three month span. So like it was, it got rough really quickly, and this was in like 2020 when like COVID went like freaking rampant everywhere, and so it was just. It so you were, you were stuck inside with the feelings too, man. And this was like, you know, after I had already like made my peace with like my dad passing, cause my dad passed on uh, Christmas Day in 2012. So I had to like accept. That's a rough one. I had to accept like for like five years, not even like wanting to deal with Christmas, like because I and I, it took me a while to, like accept why I didn't like Christmas, and I like I had to accept my dad, like all that kind of stuff. And so, like, ultimately, that's where I came to learn, like, you have to be able to, like, like learn how to, like, you know, contemplate grief and stuff for yourself and one. The other thing that I learned that, especially last year, that helped me a lot is that I realized that you're not the only one that goes through grief. So there's nothing wrong with finding somebody that's, you know, you have your faith or your trust in and just literally, like, just you know, opening up the bottle and just, like, letting it all out on, like, yeah. a trusted person because you can't let this stuff bottle up. Like, literally, I had to go to my mama. Like, like and I have no problem saying this. I had to go to my mama. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. Like, so, I, like, like, I went to my mama and, like, Who I didn't say a word to this woman. I literally just went to my mama and just, I, I had to hug her. And it was, like, one of them hugs where, like, you a baby. Or, like, you, like, a young yeah. child and you had to go and cry in your mama's arms. I had to hit one of them for my mama. This woman didn't say no words to me. Nothing of the sort. And just held me for like 30 minutes straight while I cried my eyes out. And like sometimes mm-hmm. you have to do something like that. Even if it's finding a person or talking to somebody or however you process it. Like you ain't always got to handle everything by yourself. Nope. Because you just have to ultimately remember like <laughs> other people have been through grief. So if you can have like a good role model or a good trusted friend or somebody who like that you can just go to and they don't even have to have an answer for you. You can just go to them and just let it out. And feel better about your situation, just that you've just relieved some of that pressure. Because that pressure will literally explode your mind. It'll just be, it'll be just like under a bottle now that I give people. Like if you if you like a bottle of Coke, and you keep shaking it, and you keep shaking it, and you keep shaking it, and you'll never open that cap at the top of it, eventually it's going to burst out in a way that you don't want. So eventually, sometimes, even if it's with grief or almost in any situation, sometimes you just got to like open the cap a little bit. You know, you yeah, always got to hold up everything yeah. on your own. Nothing wrong with having a grief moment where you can process it on your own. But sometimes if you, you can process it on your own, you realize, hey, like, this ain't just something that I feel like I can handle right now just by myself. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with going and getting a little help, whether it be through therapy, whether it be through our trusted family friends, whether it be with mama, nothing wrong daddy, with it. 
auntie, uncle, whosoever it may be, best friend, it don't matter. Because I promise you, the reason I realized why I had to go to mama for that moment, I had a, uh, now this one come out funny. I had a moment where I was in the, uh, I was in my room. And I remember it was a Monday. I'll never forget this. I couldn't go to work. I called out. Like, I didn't have to go to work. No, I called out out of work. I mean, whichever one happened. And I was just, I was in a bad way. So when I had like, I was in my room. And I'll never forget this. I, I promise I'll never forget this. I went to my room and I was like, I was in a bad way. I was somewhat crying. And then I was like, okay. You know, it happened. He gone. I, I think I'm good now. Because I had a moment at work where like I found out the news and I started crying. I left work with him. And I was at home. I was like, okay, I'm good. I'm, I'm straight. And all of a sudden, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm good. Let me just go listen to some music. So I decided, yeah. like, it was just a random uh, Summer Walker song. I put on that Summer Walker song, oh, bro, and halfway through, no, it was just a random song. Halfway through the song, bro, I hit one of the moves where, you know, like, a dude gets broken up with, and he's, like, got his back against the wall. He's just sliding down, crying yep. halfway high. I hit one of them moves straight up, bro. That's how you like, know it's I, real. I made it halfway through the song, bro, and I hit one of them moves. I was leaning against the wall, sliding down, bawling out, crying, bro. I could not make it through a song, and I was like, I can't handle this. I, I I can't mentally. I can't handle this right now on my own. That's when I had to go. Like, let, let me just go to mama. Let me just go to somebody that's close that I can get to within a short amount of time and just, just like let some of this out. And sometimes you have to do that. That's how I had to contemplate that just for that moment. Got to. And any of you got to do that. There's nothing wrong with it. But just do what you got to do. <laughs> I promise you. Ain't nobody gonna look at you sideways. Ain't nobody gonna question you because everybody have those moments. And you have to remember, everybody has grief. And everybody process it differently. So ain't nothing wrong if you got to process it a little bit of a way. If I got to go, hey, hold me like a newborn child. Sometimes you got to, I ain't got no problem with that. Just, you got to do, you know, everybody don't want to just bust out in front of nobody. I got you. Go find somebody trusty. You can find a therapist. You can do whatever. Just, you know, it ain't got to be for the world to see. It really don't. But, nope. hey, you got to do what you got to do. But when you, when you hear that music, boy, you be saying that music drop and it hit you? Bro, like, bro, no, it was like, Sometimes like it was playing games by Summer Walker. It was playing games. I was like, okay, I'm straight. I listened halfway through that. That song is two minutes long, bro. I made it a minute in and I was hitting the music video thing. It's like, oh, God, like I was done. I was like, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I can't handle this. And I just. Like it comes down to being real with yourself, man. Just yeah, you can't handle yeah. it always sometimes. Yeah, and and we, we Monday and Sunday, we we don't had our we don't had our share. Um, Monte mentioned one. Um, E rest in peace, E. Uh, we, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, we yeah. rest in peace, E. That was tough. I used to see E when I worked at Walmart every day. You got it. <laughs> you got it. Now you got it, E. You got it, really. Yeah. You know, it's been out of money, so that was oh, yeah. a tough one. That man is my inspiration for being here right now. Yeah, he a legend, bro. And then um, we had one when we when we was in school, or right when we got out. Jalen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, R. P. Jalen. Yeah. That was. Yep. That actually, like, I, that's another thing I learned for getting folks because I was like, hearing the story made me upset. In that situation, because the story, the story kind of made like, yeah, because you'd be like, why, why would your yeah, you got people there with you, so why, so but, again, you have to just like I don't even know those other groups. I didn't know him, so again, too much we don't know. But like those situations do something to you, 
Hey, Unico, Joe, uh, what about you? How do you, how have you dealt with it? I know you saw a little bit of the story. Just don't do what I did, man. I just, I just started getting drunk and projecting my sadness on the people. Mm. Like everything, like, like, um, I was, I wasn't, man, I, I, I know I got into a relationship. I didn't have no business being in it because I wasn't. That's <laughs> not funny, but. So sometimes I would project some of my sad onto her. And then, you know, uh, she lost somebody that was close to her, and I didn't know how to be there for her. Um, I was, just, I was mm. just getting drunk, like, why don't you need me around you? I make you happy, don't I? You know, stuff like that, being selfish as hell. Um, it, man, yeah, like, yeah, right before COVID, man, I was I was starting to get there. And then, then at that point, uh, we started working from home and just being in the house and then just all this traumatic stuff started happening like George Floyd and my Arbery happens and like everybody in the house everybody in the yeah. world the whole world stopped because we was all at the house because the world was stopped and we sat and watched that man I'm, um so kept drinking and then you know dealing with trying just trying to just trying to have something around you know what I'm saying some random girls I don't even wouldn't even wouldn't even talk to with Tori's tongue and uh, not that you got to be saying something, yo, because <laughs> I got a motor mouth. You dig? So um, with that being said, man, I'm I'm telling you what not to do. Don't I, I honestly the best thing that happened um, was me focusing on doing shows, me focusing on doing stuff like that, like me focusing on being my best, like. Damn, Joe, you always talk about you the best. So, like, you always get drunk and be like, how dare you do this? I'm me. You know, <laughs> nigga, go be you then. You know what I'm saying? And that was and so instead of sitting up there and being mad with somebody, if they don't treat you how you think you ought to be treated or whatnot, instead of getting mad with somebody, just go ahead and keep on working and get better. And that's that's something that um having something to focus on, like Zell May said, have something to focus on and and full precision. Laser focus. So that's that's what I would say, man. Focus on that thing that makes you happy or that you're trying to achieve. And hell, even that thing can sometimes hurt you. Um, whether you maybe you're not where you want to be in that particular situation, but just focus. What can I do better to make me better at what I really love doing? And um the thing I don't the thing I the thing I don't love doing is placating to a female all the doggone time. So with that being said, I prefer to do something yeah. that make me happy because at the end of the day, I'm I'm going to be in that casket by myself and um, I want to make sure that the smile that everybody think I have, you know, when I when I take my final L, I want them to know it was genuine. Let's go. And the Joe point, even the loss of thinking you not where you're supposed to be is that, well, that's a lot of high school niggas. That'll do it. That's another one. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of high school out there like, boy, how he get hurt? Yeah, that loss of where you think you're supposed to be in life. Man, I said by 25, I'm going to be married, had a full-time job, <laughs> making six figures. Like, I, I, No, no. If you Boy, are, you are the lucky one, dog. That. It's nice to dream, <laughs> bro. Woo. And then when you I hit 25, it ain't done. You're like, oh, uh, you're like, mm. time, time going a little fast, ain't it? <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm a little older than I was 30, but oh. But I learned one thing I learned with that is the loss of time. Sometimes I know a lot of rich people say time is your best thing, and it is. 
Take advantage of your time in that form of what they talking about. Take advantage of every moment of your time, all your time. Take advantage of, but the loss of time, putting your pressure on the loss of time, can affect your mental health because you be like, oh, oh, I'm supposed to be here, sure. but you don't realize how hard it is to get where you supposed to. Be. Steve Jobs, how old was he when he popped off? I'm just saying, how old were a lot of these people that when they finally made it? How old were they? A lot of people, you are still shocked by the age. Most of the, trust me, most of the 30-year-olds are not where they need to be. Or, I mean, not need to be, but want to be, per se. Want to be, yeah. absolutely. Where they need to be, they probably are where they need to be, but... Man, you, most people don't oh, even start their life getting settled until they 30s. Yeah. Like, I saw somebody say, when is this for you where you make mistakes at? <laughs> and where you learn from? Those are the 20s and then 30, you be like, okay, yeah. this is all the things I did right. These are the things I did wrong. Now let's make up for that loss of time and we're going to make sure every bit of time is where we're supposed to put it at. And that's something people got to understand too. You, and that's the same thing with loss. You be like, man, I thought I was going to get over this. I thought I was going to get over it. No, I'll take, like Tomate said at the beginning of this, the pod. Now it's, you, it, your time ain't just like everybody else's. You might grieve a little longer. You might, or you might grieve less. It ain't nothing wrong with you. It just that's the way your time. How you process it? Yeah. So mm-hmm. we put a lot of pressure on different things that we can't control. Uh, my auntie mm-hmm. once told me, and I'm gonna get Tori's idea on loss before we got here. But my auntie one t- once told me, people always ask God why me, but I ask God, but I think to myself, why not me? Sonny can go through it. Why do I don't get to? Why come I feel like I don't have to go through it? Monte go through it. Why do I feel like I don't have to go through it? Tori go through it. What makes my auntie said, what makes you so special? You don't have to go through what everybody else go through. And I thought about that. That always helped me up too. <laughs> you always guy, why why me? But what why why not you? Why why are you different than everybody else here? <laughs> mm. Cause soon like everybody gonna lose a lot of people that hurt, and I'm like, oh, you done hit me right there, ain't you? <laughs> mm-hmm. You hit me right there, like I am not special than no one else, and everybody else going through it. And well, I think that all the time, <laughs> and it, and that don't invalidate your feelings, by the way. I am special. No, <laughs> that doesn't invalidate your feelings. It's just a reality. Like you, it's okay yeah. to feel like, oh, I'm hurt. But in reality, to what Monte and Sonny said before, mm-hmm. a lot of other people grieving too. <laughs> like, yep. So why why wouldn't you be the one to do it too? So that's one thing I always took with me. Tori, how did you deal with loss? Cause you, I think you're the only one we haven't got to. I know you talked a little bit on it, but we're gonna like let you give you a chance to expand as long as you want. Mushrooms and therapy. There it is. I mean, let's be real. Mm-hmm. That's odd. Like I, like I said, it ain't, it ain't even been four months since my sister's been gone yet. I'm still in the process of dealing with that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's all, that's the thing with loss. You got to look at it on a case by case basis. Cause in the same way that we're all the same, in the same ways that we're all the same, we're all very different. And mm-hmm. the exact two things can be true. 
That's what people got to remember. Yep. Everybody, like a, I, I had a, I had a whole moment, like I said, with my sister, where I, I, I felt like I was, I was like, man, everybody else is a lot more emotional about this than I am. But then later on, to have like my little brother or somebody be like, I'm, I'm glad that you were. That, that you were composed like that because they helped me here. And and I I sort of look at it in, in both ways there. While while I was feeling like, oh, is there something wrong for, with me for not feeling this way in this moment? It was helping other people just by sort of being. So it's just um, ev- everybody deals with everything differently, but just don't let it crush you because it can so easily because the the thing about it is is that the past is the past and it's always going to be there it ain't going nowhere it's always going to be there the best you can do is to work to unburden yourself from those chains before they weigh you too far down you can't you, you you can't live with the i mean you can live with it but back to Sonny's point, are you living or are you just existing at that point? Mm-hmm. So, um, however, however you deal with it, de- deal with it to where it doesn't hurt you in the end. Cause like, like I said, as I, as I said, my, my therapist, I, I actually, I had, I had an extra therapy session that month just because like, I was like, I'm not. And like I said, I'm always going to, Always, always, always. I know people probably be like, man, this nigga answered therapy for everything. But man, but you don't realize how much it actually helps just to have somebody with a completely impartial view that you can literally just empty your whole thought process out to your whole. It ain't no it ain't no hiding this or selective information. You straightforward with them. Like I said, my therapist knows all of the activities that I may or may not partake in. I ain't no point in BS. So it's a very real conversation then when somebody actually you're truly honest with that person and they have no, they have no stake in it. It's a truly outside opinion, but it's an outside educated opinion that can go a very long way. So that's my spiel on getting people into therapy this week. Let's go. Um, we at the, we about the 50 minute mark. Um, we had another topic that we're going to get into next week. So we're gonna get into that next week, and we're gonna we're gonna tease y'all a little bit. I'm gonna let everybody tell them what are their deal breakers, and we're gonna talk about it next week, and we're gonna rehash it. We're not gonna we ain't gonna go in on it. We ain't gonna explain why, cause I want to tease y'all for next week. A little tease. Just say that. one deal breaker then. Yeah, just one deal just breaker one. in a relationship or even a friendship, whatever. It's just one deal breaker. Everybody go and. And then we're going to get out of here. We're going to let everybody promote they said whatever they have got going on. We're going to promote themselves and we'll be out of here and we'll see y'all next week on Man Cave or we'll see you tomorrow on Just a Fan. Uh, so, Tori, what's your one deal breaker? Oh, I don't have any deal breakers. Let's go. <laughs> All right, that's you for next week. Monte. Monte, what's your deal breaker? Hey, Dilbert. Uh, I guess one general deal breaker would be not being able to hold an uh, intelligent conversation, I guess. 
Oh, I thought she was going to say something way more rated R. I thought he, I thought he was we'll about to go. Next week. <laughs> All right, Sonny, how about you? What's your deal, Burke? I'm going to just use disrespect this time. I got a couple. But yeah. Ooh. Right. Oh. Unico, what's, your, what's one of your deal breakers? Thinking for you. I get, what, I get what he's saying with it. I get what he's saying. Oh, I thought. See, see, I, I get it now. For, for a second, I thought, I thought Joe just hit the mad misogynistic rip on him and was like, "Ah, it's a deal breaker if you can think for yourself." I was like, "Dang!" Nah, <laughs> but no, no, no. I, I, I get it now. Ain't nothing like, ain't nothing like a female uh, uh, telling you about their day, and you just like, "Damn, that them your decision making skills." <laughs> <laughs> and. For me, my deal, <laughs> my deal breaker is weird because it's like openly trying. I thought to, he was about to say his deal breaker was weed. I was like, dang man, <laughs> it's it's weird because it's like falsifying character. I guess I would say. Oh, that's In a big word. Be yourself. In other words, cap. Yeah, cap. quit capping. Quit another way. Yeah, quit the cap. Yeah, falsifying. Your identity to please me in a way, and that was way different than when I was younger. <laughs> but now I'm going with I'm you want them bitches put on a show then. <laughs> yeah, when I was younger, it was different. Now I'm like, eh, it's time to it's time to sit down. I don't need this. <laughs> so, all right, to the top right, we have Joe. What's good? What, uh, what you know the you know the deal is Unico Williams, Unico underscore Williams on Twitter. You know what time it is. Is do you hear me with Unico Williams on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Mama? I'm on Spotify, Twitch. We trying to do something every now and then. I am off for a week. So with that being said, I will be streaming control. And to the top center, we have Sunny. Below, where can they find you, Sunny? Yeah, Facebook right now. Working my Instagram. About to make a Twitter up. Uh, I get the YouTube popping here in a second. Still, um, a council uh, advocate or council seat in uh, New Heights Church of Christ unplugged. Um, usually goes on on Tuesday nights. We've been on a little hiatus. It'll come back. So on those nights, I won't be here, but I will be shooting links um, out for that for the uh, for the group to put out. But other than that, man, um, I be looking around because I'm about to be out here. Let's see. Speaking of Facebook, I think we're gonna be on Facebook now. We're a Facebook podcast now. Let's see, let's go. Um, hey. And we got and we got live shows. We're gonna actually put content. We got C News. We'll tell you what the C talking about uh in a few weeks. <laughs> so y'all will understand the C when y'all see it. Uh and we have Monday morning oh, quarterback really? coming back on the new overall 99 sports section. We'll have call-ins and stuff so people can call in early in the morning. We're gonna do it. I don't know how the show gonna go, but the first show me and Joe gonna do Monday, and I don't know how it's gonna go because it's Monday morning live. So I'm gonna have call-ins and all that stuff. Oh, oh, my job did me hit me with the okie. What's they that? said I got to work Monday. You gotta work Monday morning for Monday morning quarterback. Oh, so <laughs> I'll figure it out. I'm gonna do something live. I don't know if Joe might call in too, so it might be a whole call. I might call in, I might call in to work because they know they was wrong for that. Yeah, so we got that whole thing. So we got like I tell you what, like I I tell said, you what hit me. Hit me. I might be able to uh help y'all with that. Oh bet. So Sonny might be here and Joe be a call in. Uh we're supposed to have Miller DC. We're gonna talk about uh he'll be a call in too. We'll talk about Javante Davis, Devin Haney, 
Uh, and Jake Paul fight coming up the next week, so we're gonna talk about that Monday. Yeah. So it's a lot of different stuff. We'll talk about, of course, the NFL action, college football playoff, all that for about an hour and two hours. So we're, we're gonna do that live next Monday. Try to get some more shows that will be on overall 99 sports channel. Link will be in the description below. And like I said, this show will be on Facebook. Like and subscribe if you're here. Um, if you listen to Apple Podcasts, all the podcasts, hit that like button. Website out soon. It's almost done. I don't know if Joe had a chance to look at it, but it's almost done. So I'm looking forward to that. Mate, what can they find you? Man, your boy is Monray Hudson on Instagram and TikTok. If you want to hear more of my voice, my knowledge, and my opinions, they are not going to be popular, but they is going to be important. AKA Young Bottom Merch. He's going to be back again. Appreciate y'all for letting me join once again. Representative of the Broke Good Dudes podcast. Catch your boy on YouTube with the crew. Hey. Yeah, I got to I gotta make that into a thing. You know what I mean? I got to make that into a whole thing where you do buy the merch thing with my thing. So, buy the merch. Yeah, so we got... Cause if, but that's funny. For the, people, for, the, funny. for the people that don't know, on Keeping 99 Live, when we do that, I don't know if we do... We might do it this week. I still got a lot of stuff to work out. But on that show and on... The Monday morning quarterback, we will have that going on. So to my right, we have Tori. So tell me what you already know. Afrocomi765 on everything. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that. It's Afrocomi765. You already know. Shout out to Tori. And as you know, all the links that you just heard will be in the description below. You'll find everybody links even the people who might not be on the show this week or maybe on keeping that and all that stuff we have all the links that anybody you're interested in what they doing links will be below by the way i know y'all notice i've been it's a lot of little camera changes and stuff like that we working on the show making the production stuff better and everything where everybody get their little solo action instead of just sitting here this one spot we can just focus on who's talking so you don't be confused if you want to but i know that doesn't matter to the audio listeners i just want to thank y'all all for listening remember keep stumping why? Because Jackson got a zoo. <laughs> well, oh. I know I just see your thing, your, your Monopoly board. Cause I just followed you on Instagram and I seen your uh, Monopoly. Jackson got a Monopoly board, and one of them was the Jackson Zoo. And I just said, I bet in the summer, all them, all them jokers would probably feel right at home in the sick hair. So, and you might have a zoo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you might have a zoo. <laughs> yeah, so hit that subscribe button. Follow the over on that now sports channel if you love sports, because we all the sports talk is gonna start going on that channel because I don't want the algorithm getting all confused. So we're gonna start moving stuff over. And overall now that content channel also will be in the link in the description if you want to watch skits and funny like stuff me and Joe just make up just because we bored or some whole production stuff that we'll be doing. So it'd be fun. This channel is strictly for almost podcasts and stuff like that. So it's a good time, man. We're having a good time on the channel. We're growing. We're going to grow the media company. Have more people doing different things. So I appreciate y'all for listening. Again, one last time, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. I'm going to tell you what they need to do. Buy the merch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, we out of here. Let's go.